Thank you for calling GRBM Insurance. How can I help you? Hi, speak to Rob, please. Sure. May I ask who's calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Okay. Hold on one moment. Thank you. You're welcome. What's going on, Joey? Rob, how you doing, sir? Pretty good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Angola. Let's get into it. But it is dramatically working. As you know, we, we spend a bit on pay-per-click, but for the first time ever, our organic has been significantly higher than our paid views, which is great. So, and that's all due to the blogging. I mean, before that, <laughs> we had no organic views. It was like five a month. Everything that visited the site, we paid. But since we started actively pushing out content, it's, it's gone up drastically. I mean, in the last 30 days, over 200 people, all within our local market, viewed our site organically, which I think is awesome. Those are 200 eyeballs I didn't pay to come to my site. See? It works. Right? Somebody else telling you that blogging works other than me? Maybe you'll believe Rob. That was Rob McCarthy of... GRMB, I think I'm saying right now, I just forget the letters. I can't ever remember the order. Um, GRMB and Insurance in New York. And he's talking about how his organic traffic has skyrocketed since he has taken over you know, the reins of creating content for his agency. Imagine that. So he's experiencing the honeymoon period of watching his organic traffic grow and realizing that Hey, guess what? You don't always have to pay for a good time. And that's something that, you know, again, while it is a lot of hard work and, and yes, it's a long-term committed relationship, but the cheap thrills of paying for clicks that come easy are something that Rob is starting to realize that he might not need every day in his life. And that's very interesting, right? Because they're both effective strategies. Rob has, has, a, has a process that he is got actually working it's fine-tuned it's a well-oiled machine dare i say and he now has introduced this kind of this wild card this idea of organic traffic into the mix and it's this weird feeling it's what do i do with this it's this this is so weird it's so different i've got more people coming to my site for free than i'm paying well i don't know if that's true or not but actually no that's that's true he said that if i just listened to what rob said we'd probably be in good shape here um he has more people coming to his site for free than he is actually trying to pay to drive them there. And it's a little sweat equity, it's a little elbow grease, but he's getting people to actually pick up the phone and call him and reference the stuff that he's creating that gets them there. That's the trick, right? You're creating this 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 sensation, this desire in some capacity to want to do business with you. To, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about, I have to talk to him and there's really nobody else that I feel could help me. That's what this content does. Not only does it get you free traffic, it also gets you free evangelists or advocates or people that are waiting in line to do business with you. All great stuff. All stuff that I've been talking about for a long time. And I'm glad that Rob finally you know, took action. Not finally, I mean, he actually takes action faster on, on stuff uh, than most people I talk to. Uh, Rob finally takes action 
but he actually takes action on the stuff that I have mentioned to him, and he actually, imagine that, get res gets results, right? But the trick is, what's the trick? He had to actually do something. He had to actually write the posts. He had to actually write something that was going to work, and not just some fluff piece about five ways to prepare your house for winter. If you write that blog on your site again this winter, I swear to God I'm going to have the blogging police come find you and just break your keyboard in half over your face. Just lay you down, take your keyboard, smash it right over your face. Because that blog post is the bane of my existence and should be the bane of your existence. Creating the content that, that gets the eyeballs and gets people calling, that's the, that's the trick. However, now Rob has just introduced an entirely different new set of problems to his life that he didn't even know existed. We, we only use uh, Google Analytics, and so it's not as comprehensive to figure out if someone started organically and then what happened after that. I'm, I'm a little jealous of your HubSpot, but I can't justify the 800 bucks a month. If I look at my Google Analytics, it shows that I've only had two conversions of that 200 people that searched organically, but I know that's not right. I, I, mean, I mean, I guess it's possible it's right, but I don't really believe so. First, Rob, I don't know that I appreciate your slightly backhanded marketing elitism comment of, I can't afford your HubSpot and I'm a little jealous of your HubSpot. Is it true that I use HubSpot in our agency? Yes, that is an actually true statement. Is it true that I'm paying $800 for HubSpot? No, that is not true. I've said on record many times, well, maybe many times, I don't know. I've said on the show before that um, we have a, a deal of the lifetime because we've been with them for, for many, many years now, and we were grandfathered into a, a very old pricing structure that does not exist. Uh, however, Rob, I am just kidding. I, I couldn't help but have fun. I'm just, for everybody that doesn't know me, me and Rob, we're good. I know Rob knows that we're good. Every, everybody else listening that might think like I hate Rob, I don't hate Rob, I love Rob. Uh, I just wanted to give him a little fun there. Um, but for the record, if you want the power and ease and access of HubSpot's analytics, we might get into this a little bit more. Uh, further into the show, you don't have to pay $100. Yes, you have to pay $800 for their automated email workflows and sequences a month. That's part of that package. But if you just want their analytics and basically every other marketing tool outside of the workflows, well, most every other marketing tool, but a lot of the core stuff, that's like $200 a month. So there's not tons of excuses because at 200 bucks a month, it's a little pricey, but for everything but sending automated workflows, emails, yeah, that's important. Um, there, there's still a lot of marketing value there, but side tangent rant aside, um, ma getting back to the main beef of Rob's statement here is that at the end of the day, he doesn't think Google analytics has, is as robust at tracking the organic to paid life cycle process of people coming through his, his, his website. Now, again, I haven't used Google analytics in any really serious capacity for, a long time. Again, we've been with HubSpot for a while, so I've really never had the need to really dive into it. I can't quite say for sure that that it's not it's not as comprehensive as Rob says. I would say that it's maybe not as intuitive. Might be my best kind of uh, estimation of Google Analytics versus HubSpot or whatever other platform you might be talking about. The point of the of the matter is is this: where and how and who you get your analytics from is besides the point, I think, for the most part. What isn't besides the point is, is your determinedness to actually just needing to know what is coming from where and who is doing what. Hands down, I don't care who does it. 
Yes, I have my opinions on, on who I like to use. If you've got Google Analytics figured out to the best of your ability to, to figure out some of these core things, great, do it. If it's HubSpot, great, do it. If it's something else, great, do it. The point is, is that if you're going to get serious, if you're going to put in the time and effort energy to be halfway decent to where you can get those eyeballs for free to your site that you're not paying for anymore, you're going to want to know how to capitalize on them and continue to leverage it and continue to push it forward. It's only in that information will you truly understand what is working, what isn't working, what you need to do more of to actually continue to evolve and get better at this process. Again, I've said many times, I've, I've written plenty of articles, recorded plenty of videos for years even that really did nothing. Or let's put it this way, they might've got eyeballs to the site, but they didn't get sales in the bank. I think that's right, it's close. And that is what you're ultimately going for. It's, 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 a, it's a, you know, one then the other, right? So you need to get the eyeballs first and you're probably gonna get eyeballs on unqualified content as I like to call it. You know, it's just stuff that is just gonna attract attention that isn't specifically focused on your market. Now Rob said everybody that he thinks came to his site for free was in his local market, which is even better. That's another buzzword that you might've perked your ears up. That might be true, it might not be true. Um, based on, you know, again, the accuracy of the analytics and, and Rob's, you know, funneling and tracking of, of the traffic. I'm not calling Rob a liar. I'm just saying it's possible that maybe some of those people aren't. The point is, is how many people inside of your area of business that you are comfortable doing business in actually pick up the phone and call you, actually reach out and inquire. I guess we traditionally call those people leads. How many of those things are happening? How many of those things are happening from the content you are creating? If it's zero, not good. If it's one or two a month, I'll take it. It's better than nothing. If it's you know one or two a week, now you're probably in business. Even better if it's you know one or two a day. Really quickly, I have this kind of thing that I always repeat to myself, and I'm going to say it backwards probably here, so bear with me. But it's the idea that your uh, your year should become your month, your month should become your week, and your week should become your day. Meaning, you know, you're just constantly, you know, for, for numbers that were good for the year, well, okay, great, let's do that in one month. Numbers that were great in a month, let's do that in a week. Whether that's, again, content, sales, whatever, whatever metrics you want to track, it's just this idea of that constant turnover where the year becomes the month, the month becomes the week, the week becomes the day. And, it, and you just break it down, you just continue. You think that that growth is not possible, um, you know, but it is. And... And those are the th types of things you just kind of want to think about. How do I keep reaching out? Because again, I've, I've detailed on this show, I can tell you what 5,000 know, visits a month to an insurance website will do as far as actual revenue in the bank from a commission dollar standpoint, at least you know, selling something very unprofitable that I sell, which again is challenging. But if you're selling something a little more high value, highly profitable, maybe in the case of Rob, which is maybe some higher value commercial insurance, which is what his content is attracting, then it could be a little more different and a little more interesting case. Yeah, I don't know either. And so that's kind of a blind faith thing, unfortunately. I'm basically just tracking the fact that people are coming. The only thing I will say that I know is within WordPress, I have uh, I use a plugin called Call, Call to Action. And that one is, it's like a, a button at the bottom of the blog post. And it says like, contact us now, whatever. That one has 
I only set that one up a couple days ago, and that one has a 7% conversion rate. I, I, I feel like it's working, but it is tough to track all of the moving pieces. All right, two things, and two things only do I want you to pay attention to what Rob just said. First, he doesn't know, but people are coming. Great problem to have. People are coming. However, I don't need you to play Field of Dreams Russian Roulette with your traffic, and neither does Rob. Because, yes, people are coming are a good sign, but once they start coming, and yes, you have to build it before they can go anywhere, but once they once you build it and once they start coming, then it's your job to figure out why they came and how they got there. If you don't, then they will leave just as quickly as they, they came. And that is something that, again, this is that, you know, Rob has created a whole new set of problems for himself that he didn't know that he was going to have or need. And, again... The very last thing that he said, the second part is too, is that it's a little tricky knowing all the different moving parts to track. And so here's the thing, right? The most important thing to think about in all of this, all of the different analytics, the things you can figure out, you want to know where your traffic is coming from. Meaning if you're writing blogs, is it coming organically or if it's paid, if you're doing paid, you know, you know, pay-per-click stuff, which I think Rob is even in a, yeah, I don't think there's, I think there are agents that are doing it, but I don't think that there are a ton of agents doing it, to be honest with you. Um, so the whole paid versus organic traffic, I think might be a smaller set of people than, than you may think. Rob is definitely in that category. I'm, I'm, I'm not in it because we only do organic. We don't do paid. So I have no knowledge on splitting paid versus organic. Now I can easily do that in HubSpot. Uh, but beyond that, so if we're going to even dissect the free traffic, the organic stuff, you want to break that down into, all right, just straight search. You know, is it organic coming from Google, coming from Yahoo, yeah. coming from Bing? Yeah. I mean, yes, the search engines matter a little bit, not really, but primarily just is it coming through search, which is would be organic search traffic. So that would be your first bucket. Then you would want to know, all right, what type of social media activity is generating me activity? Yeah. And that would mean... Are the, you know, what am I posting on Facebook? How many people are actually clicking back to my site and reading through to those things? That's important. If you're not tracking that, then you're not doing your job. That is what you have to be doing. Again, if you're tweeting, which again, I don't highly recommend for insurance because it's useless. I've tested that over and over again. I've put out hundreds and hundreds of tweets and like two people click on them. It's just, it doesn't work, right? At least in my opinion. I don't have tons of followers. But it just, in my opinion, it's not worth the effort to get the followers to then get to five clicks, right? So it's not worth it, my opinion. YouTube, hands down, again, this is why I know it's the, the highest converting thing. Outside of people calling and telling me that it is, I can tell in my analytics that it is the highest converting channel that I have of anything. I can tell you that like 200 people every month or two come to my site from YouTube and like 21% of them, I should have pulled these up, but 21% of them convert into being an actual lead. Hands down, biggest return on my investment. I'm creating videos, people are finding those videos, they're clicking through on the links that I've created that can be tracked to my site, and I've had you know set up specific campaigns to where I know, all right, this is coming through this campaign, that's coming through this campaign, so I know what they're looking for, what videos they've found on YouTube and how they've gotten back to me. So you've got just regular search organic traffic, you've got paid traffic, you've got social traffic, and breaking down those different segments within social. Then you've also got referral traffic, which is going to be anybody linking to your site. 
Now, again, doing insurance, this is going to be tough. Um, however, Chris uh, Langell over at Advisor Evolved is a big fan of links, and I think links are important, but they're very hard to come by in the insurance space. So you're only you're not going to have tons, right? You're going to maybe get a link or two every now and then, and you're going to it's going to be pretty clear who's linking to you and where they're coming from. But you're going to want to know who's linking to you because then you can go check out you might find a new resource, a new contact, somebody that you can maybe partner with and you know where that business is coming from. For a long time, again, this HubSpot told me, we had this huge anomaly in our in our traffic. We're like, why are we getting so many hits? Like, and again, this was minuscule as compared to you know where we're at now, but we had a, one of our stock photos was like ranking on the first page of Google Images, like one of the first results for employees. And they're stealing it from our site as opposed to actually buying it from iStock or wherever we got it from. And it was just skewing the numbers way off. It was ranking and people were grabbing that image. And it was like, it was noticeable. It was like maybe a thousand people a month. It was something ridiculously crazy that was throwing everything off. And we're like, where's this coming from and why? If I didn't know, if I didn't know it was that image, I'd be like, oh, this is great. I'm on the top of the world. I'm a king of the content mountain. I'm fantastic. I'm awesome. But if you don't know, you don't know exactly what people are looking at. And that's where just somebody telling me that, oh, I've got four or 500 people coming to my site a month. Okay, great. Who are those four or 500 people? Where are they coming from and what are they looking at? Are they just looking at that employee benefits, iStock generic photo, which again, by the way, is actually not on our site anymore. Or are they actually diving into relevant blog topics, blog posts, content that you have put out there for them to come back and find you on? That is what we're chasing. That is what dramatically works. That is what makes your life a lot easier when you can get the free eyeballs and not have to pay. But the only thing you have to do is show up and do the work. We're going to keep going with the serious questions, even though your track record so far is a sterling zero for two. That's right, zero for two and helping me out with my serious questions. But serious question number three is, how many things have you gotten for free that you've never used or didn't really get the full value out of? Now, this is stuff that you would normally pay for that you ended up either getting for free or some kind of buy one, get one free deal, and you never truly got the full value out of it. I have an, this is embarrassing, but I have a, a, a stack of probably 20 or 30 video games that I, I picked up on the cheap a couple of years ago before a lot of kids and before free time wasn't, or actually when, when free time was a thing. And um, I didn't play any of them. I didn't pay my 60 bucks for them. I didn't feel invested. Even when I buy a game on sale for like 15 or 20 dollars, I don't pay for it. You know, I don't. I, I find myself maybe not playing it as as much as I would if I if I actually bought the game. And Jason's always told me this, and I don't know that I ever really, really fully believed him, but we had interesting results. Uh, he had actually on his last podcast mentioned about the mastermind group that we are a part of, that we run here at Grow, and that Jason puts on. And uh, and he said the reason that he charges is to is really not to make money. I can promise you of that. Um, and he says the reason that we charge is because it filters out the people that aren't serious. And, it's, it, and that sounds like a sales thing. That sounds like something a sales guy you might say to somebody. But it's true, right? If you're not willing to put up the money to participate and actually take action, much like what we just talked about Rob doing, then we find people are not that serious about it. 
And if you're not that serious about it, then you're going to bring down everybody else. We talked about on a previous show, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I can tell you that I've met a lot of the people that you hear on this show through the Mastermind. Uh, Rob, Josh Lipstone, Matt Jungle. You'll be hearing Eli Galipsby coming up on a future episode. Sarah Hensley, uh, also, uh, you've heard her. A lot of these people are in the Mastermind, and they're people that, you know, again, oh, we're also at Grow Labs. They are, again, they're doing things that are working. And we want to create a place for you to be able to hold yourself accountable and to, to not have us nag you and not get something out of it. That's kind of it. But if you think that you're ready to finally kind of give yourself something to hold yourself accountable for, head on over to growprogram.com uh, and, and check out the mastermind and join us and become part of this ragtag group of insurance agents that really want to do something different.